Yes, he is. Anybody thankful for an on-time God? I'm glad I don't serve a God that shows up late because even when he's four days late, he's right on time. I like for people to be on time. Can I get an amen in the house? And uh, I like to be on time. Um, I, I, I don't know if you noticed it tonight. I noticed it. We started at 7.04. <gasps> Can you believe that? I mean, that's like the longest that, we, that I've been late and I don't know how long. 7.04 tonight. I don't like starting late, um, but I did want to make sure when I came out. I told you that that meeting went long, and so I wanted to come out and try to greet everybody. I just about greeted everybody. I didn't get to you, Tina. Um, I'm trying to think. I pretty much got to everybody. I like to, because I can do that on, on, it's easier on Wednesday night for me to greet everybody because uh, there's not as many people here. And I, I can't wait till the Wednesday night that I can't greet everybody because there's too many people here that if I were to greet everybody, I'd just now be getting started. Wouldn't that be awesome? So I, I'm just back to being on time. I like when, we're, when we are on time. I like to be on time. Uh, I'm thankful that I serve a God that is on time. He's never been late. Never been late. I can't say that. Maybe you can. Uh, I've, I've been late before. I was late tonight. Started at 7.04. I'm glad I serve a God that is not late, but always on time. If you have your Bible, Psalm 24. We've been talking from uh, Psalm 24. If, if you can remember, does anybody remember the last time I taught Bible study? What I preached about. Can anybody remember? I mean, Sister Shelby, you made my, like, I was having a struggle there at the beginning. I was pretty transparent about that. And then when you testified about loving my Sunday sermon, I'm like, man, I'm feeling good. I felt better. So I'm already, you did good. But I want to know, can anybody remember what I talked about the last time I talked about it on Wednesday night? Does anybody remember? I look, so that's the way I remember. There's hope on that hill. I talked about there being hope. On that hill, and we were talking from Psalm 24. We've been a while talking Psalm 23, and then we went into Psalm 24. I'm going to continue from Psalm 24. If you have the Bible, have your yours, get it out, turn to Psalm 24. I'm going to read verses 7 through 10. Psalm 24, 7 through 10. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lift up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Woo, those are encouraging words. Sister Shea said she felt a spirit of encouragement come in. I just felt it right then when I read that passage. He is the Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Anybody ever fought a battle and you're glad you got God on your side? I'm there and I'm thankful. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, even lift them up, ye everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Somebody say, shall come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory, Selah. I want to talk to you for a few minutes tonight on this thought. We shall see the king. We shall see the king. That's an encouraging word. If you're thankful for it, lift your hands and your voices to the Lord and thank him for that encouraging word. God, I know that I can lift up my head. I know that when I do, I will see you, that you are my help. You are my hope. You are my strength. You are the Lord strong and mighty in battle. I know that no matter the storm, no matter the trial, no matter the trouble, no matter the battle, that you are going to see me through. Anybody glad for a God that's going to see you through the storm and take you through the trial and deliver you through the difficulty? I'm glad I serve a God that's on my side. I'm thankful for the King of glory. You may be seated. We shall see the King. We shall see the King. J.B. Vaughn, that is a name that I am not familiar with. J.B. Vaughn. 
Anybody ever heard of J.B. Vaughn? Does that ring a bell with anybody? J.B. Vaughn is apparently, Sister Lulabelle, J.B. Vaughn is a songwriter. Uh, he wrote a song. Uh, Brother Larry, you may know the song. If, if you don't, if you've ever looked in the Singing to the Lord songbook. How many of you have ever looked into the Singing to the Lord songbook? Now, I happen to have a copy of that. This, this is one of few copies that are still running around. Singing to the Lord songbook. This, to me, is my favorite songbook. Now, Brother Cook, if he was here, he might have sang out of that blue one. I never sang out of the blue one. I know this is hard for you all to believe, but back in the day, as they say, Sister Raynell, I used to be the song leader. I used to sing from singing to the Lord. I could tell you what page, what song was on, and still can. I'm not going to tonight, but I could. If you wanted, if there's a little trivia, I could tell you what song was what page. And I remember page 80 in the singing to the Lord songbook. I remember singing well, yeah, it's We Shall See the King. That's what I'm talking about tonight. I'm glad. Y'all are with me, man. I'm feeling it. We shall see the King. That's what page 80 in the Sing Unto the Lord songbook says. Now, here's where I'm at tonight. Light is a challenge for me. I don't know if it's because my eyes are getting worse, but it seems like everywhere I go, I'm in the dark. I told Sister McMillan, she's joining me. There's no light there, there's no light there, and even the light that I'm under. I don't even know if I could see it if I had that. So this is my little flashlight. So in order for me to tell you what this says, I'm going to have to get my flashlight out so I make sure that I read what J.B. Vaughn wrote. And he wrote this, We shall see the King. There's a blessed time that's coming, coming soon. It may be evening, morning, or at noon. The wedding of the bride, united with the groom. We shall see the king when he comes. We shall see the king. We shall see the king. We shall see the king when he comes. He is coming in power. We'll hail the blessed hour. Yeah, we shall see the king. When he comes. I'm not going to the course again. I'm going to go right verse 2. Are you ready? Should the Savior call today? Would Jesus say well done? Or go away? My home is for the pure. The vile can never stay. Yeah we shall see the king. When he comes. Oh my brother. Are you ready for the call? To crown your Savior. King and Lord of all. The kingdoms of this world shall soon before him fall. Yeah, we shall see the king when he comes. The song seems to be saying that there is coming a day, and I believe very soon, that the kingdoms of this world are going to tumble. They're going to fall. And when that happens, and I believe that we're on the cusp of that happening, we are closer now than we have ever been to the second coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's what the song is talking about, that we are going to see the king. I want to be ready for that day. I want my attention to be toward heaven. I I want to tell you in the midst of the trouble and the trial that we are going through that it is time, Brother Larry, to look up. It's time for us to lift our head and look to the hills from whence cometh our help. Our help comes from the Lord. This world is not getting better. It's going to get worse. And as it does and the kingdoms of this world crumble, I want everybody to know tonight my eyes are not on this world. I am just a pilgrim and a stranger pastor. 
passing through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. I want somebody to know that the king is coming. The king is coming. And we shall see the king when he comes. If we're looking and longing for that day, and I am, we're going to see the king. Look at your neighbor and say, we shall see the king. Here's the way that I believe we can miss seeing the king when he comes. The way that we can miss seeing the king when he comes is if we aren't looking for the king when he comes. And the best way that I can describe for you to understand not being ready is if you're not looking for the king when he comes by having your head down. How many of you know when somebody has their head down that that usually means they're not happy? That usually means that they're downhearted? That the direction of their head, often you can tell the way that their heart is feeling. When you walk in and you see somebody that's like this, you're not thinking, boy, that person's overjoyed and excited about the day that they have had. When you walk in and you see somebody like this, how many of you know there's a lot of times at the altar that people come in and they want to bury their head down. They want to get their head down as far as they can. They want to, It's almost like they walk down and they're ashamed or they're dealing with depression or oppression and they're, they're like this. You know what we, we, we tell the children when we're talking to the children, the four steps of worship are to lift up your head, to lift up your hands, to lift up your voice and then begin to worship and praise God. I want to tell you something friend, you ought to just try that when you're having a difficult day, when you're going through the trial and the trouble, knocking on your door, what you ought to do is just lift up your head, lift up your hands lift up your voice, you ought to try it right now and watch what will happen if you'll just begin to lift up your head the Bible says lift up your head I think we ought to just lift up our head and our hands and our voice and I want to tell somebody, we shall see the king. If you're wanting to know what could be encouraging in the middle of my hell, I'll tell you what it is. We shall see the king. He's coming in power. We'll hail the blessed hour. Oh, my brother, are you ready for the call? You're not ready for the call if you're walking around looking at your shoes. You're not ready for the call if you're walking around downhearted, depressed, and, and, and singing the blues. You're ready for the call if you got your head up, if you got your hands up, if you're lifting your voice and rejoicing because this is the day that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice. Choice for every one of you. Walk in sad, depressed, and blue or walk in and say, today's the day that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and be glad. And is everything going perfect? No, a thousand times no. Is there anybody glad we had testimony service and not trouble service? Because if I'm being honest, I could go through a long list of trouble right now and tell you all about it. But you'd be here past 8 o'clock, you might be anyway because I'm feeling pretty good. I want you to understand that we are not here to talk about our trouble and our trial. We're here to talk about the goodness of the Lord. All my life you have been faithful. How can you put your head down when somebody's singing, All my life you have been faithful. You don't know what I'm going through. You're right, but you're going through. God is on your side. He's with you and He's for you. And you ought to lift up your head and your hands. Lift up your head, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up your everlasting doors. And the king, the king of glory shall come in. He can't come in if you're not looking for him.
Nobody, even with the door open. Nobody with the door open. Anybody ever been somewhere, you're sitting there, the door's open, and somebody is waiting for permission? Nobody is going to come in if they walk to the door and you're like this and you never make eye contact. But all you got to do is lift up your head if you see him and you do that. I want you to know, you don't even have to be exuberant in worship tonight. All you got to do is just lift up your head and just give him an inclination that you'd like for him to step into your situation and the king of gold, the king of all kings, the Lord of all lords, he'll step into your circumstance. Lift up your head. Lift up your head. We live in a world that's depressed, downhearted, oppressed, dealing with difficulty, trouble, trial on every hand. Circumstance and situation weighting us down. This is not just things that are happening to people that are in the world. It's things that are happening to people in the church. Has any of you all ever had any trouble in the last couple of weeks or a couple of months or a couple of years? A couple of days? Yeah, it happens. Life is short and full of trouble. I'm not making that up. That's Bible. The book says life is short and full of trouble. But I want somebody to understand something. God is good all the time. God's good even when it's bad. Because God's good all the time. So what we can do is we have to make a decision. What are we going to do with difficulty? What are we going to do with trial? Are we going to walk around with our head down, always singing the blues? Are we going to walk around lifting up our head and look? How many of you remember? I just reminded you, I preached. There's hope on that hill. When you are in the valley, you don't look up to look down. You look to the hills. You look up and you see your help. And he picks you up. He will elevate the valleys and he will bring down the mountain. He's going to make a way in the wilderness. God is going to do for you what you need him to. He's just waiting on you to look up. Somebody say, look up. We shall see the king. J.B. Vaughn wrote it, and I'm preaching it tonight. We shall see the king. You're going to see him, but you're not going to see him. You're not going to see him, Sister Butler, if you're looking down all the time. If you're always down, then you can't look up. But when you look up, Lift up your head, O oh, your gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? I'm glad you asked. Who is this King of glory? He is the Lord, strong and mighty. He is the Lord, strong and mighty. I think it's verse 8 that I'm working on right now. Who is the King of glory? He is the Lord, strong and mighty. The Lord, mighty in battle. Anybody in battle right now? Anybody dealing with the difficulty? Anybody fighting the fight? Is there anybody here that not, you're just not on cloud nine right now? I just told Brother Johnson, go to verse eight. Hey, I want you to know before we can get to cloud nine, we got to hit verse eight. You got to hammer on verse eight for a little while. I want you to know that before you can get to what God has for you, you have to understand that even in the battle, he is the Lord strong and mighty in battle. It doesn't matter what you're going through, Brother Larry. He's going to be there to help you through. It doesn't matter how difficult the dilemma. It doesn't matter how severe the situation. The Savior, the Lord, who is strong and mighty. I want to remind you again, he is strong and mighty. He is able to take you through the trial. He's able to deliver you. He's able to be what you need him to be. I don't care how severe the battle may seem. He's the Lord mighty in battle. He is victorious and he will see you through. 
Now, some of you, this may be just getting you ready for what's getting ready to happen. Or some of you may be just smack dab in the middle of the fight right now. I want to tell you, either case, you better hear what I'm telling you tonight. That it's time for you to lift up your head and quit looking down and quit being depressed and quit singing the blues. Have you ever been around somebody that you're like, I can't be around that person. They make me depressed. You know why? Because they're never speaking words of life. They're never speaking words. My mom always used to tell me, you're snared by the words of your mouth. What she was helping me to understand, Sister Shelby, is I better be careful what I say. I want to tell you, sometimes it's okay to think things, but you better not say them. I don't know how you feel about it. I don't want to give the devil any ammunition. If I'm working against somebody, if I'm having somebody that's opposed to me, I don't want to put any bullets in their gun. Do you understand what I'm saying? There are some times that you might think it and say, I don't understand in your mind. You're going through the, I don't, I don't get it. God, I'm trying this. I'm doing that. I did this and I did that. And now this, now this, now this, now this and that. I don't understand. Keep thinking it. But what you better do is you better say, this is the day that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I've got something good to say about God because God is good all the time. I don't know if I'm going to laugh about almost getting killed, Sister Laura, but I am going to say I'm thankful today for God's hand of protection. My wife called me, was it yesterday? I can't even remember. Her days all just kind of blend together. She said, how's it going? I said, things could be worse. She wanted to know the definition of that. I'm like, no, you really don't want to know the definition of that. She said, no, I do. So I told her, and she was wishing that she wouldn't ask because the list of things that were going wrong was a pretty long list. Was frustrating, aggravating, upset, a little frustrated trying to navigate through. And I said, but things could be worse. What I was trying to do was say things could, I was trying to speak something positive. You know what I was trying to do? I was trying to get ready for Wednesday night Bible study and say, when I show up and people are telling me, well, I got this going on, I got that going on, and I'm singing the blues, kind of like Sister Raynell was talking about, having yourself a little pity party. I want you to know that's the shortest party you ought to ever have. You ought to say, yeah, things are bad, but God's good, and I'm going to lift up my head to the hills from whence cometh my help, because the Lord is strong and mighty in battle. I may be weak, but when I'm weak, he's strong. Man, I'm preaching good. If nobody else is getting anything, I'm enjoying this. Because I need to know that the battle that I'm facing, though it feels fierce and things seem insurmountable and like there is no hope or no help, that God, the Lord, the King, is strong and mighty in battle. It's not his first rodeo. It's not the first time the bull's bucked. He's the one that spoke this world in I don't know if I told you, but the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein. If you're wondering where I'm at, I'm still in Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein. So this king of glory who's strong and mighty in battle, he knows what we're going through and he knows how to take us through. Tina, there is nothing that you're dealing with that my God can't see you through. Tyler, there's nothing that can come to you and that you will have to face that he doesn't know a way to make an escape for you. I don't, 
I'm not going to call you out each individually because it'd be 8 o'clock by the time I got that done. I'm going to tell you tonight, I don't care who you are. If you walked into this sanctuary tonight and you're in the middle of the battle, you're in a good place because right there with you, I'm saying we shall see the king. If you'll just look to your left, if you'll just look to your right, he's right there with you. And the one that made this earth is able to take you through the trial. He's the Lord strong and mighty. And he's not just strong and mighty, Sister Lulabella. He's strong and mighty in battle. He's mighty in battle. He's battle tested. He's battle tested. You know, some people, they may look good in the combines. They may look good in practice. But what I want to know is when the rubber hits the road, what's it going to be like? You might be able to strike them out. Playing on Nintendo, but what about when it's there and somebody's got a bat and they're big in their bag? Can you still come through in the middle of the test, in the middle of the battle? I don't want to know if you can shoot good. I want to know if you can shoot good when somebody's shooting at you. Because there's a difference in being able to shoot good and being able to shoot good when somebody's shooting at you. And there are times when we have to understand that the enemy is doing his dead level best. I want you to know that he is working overtime on all of us to try to destroy us because he knows how close the coming of the king is. I want to just remind you what I'm talking about tonight. We shall see the king. Tell your neighbor, we shall see the king. So, since it was incumbent upon the writer of the psalm to say it again, I'll say it again. Lift up your head, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. He said it once, said he's strong and mighty in battle. But apparently, it wasn't enough for him to say it once. He had to remind him again. That's really what this Wednesday night is about, me reminding you again that when trouble comes and trial is taking you down, situation and circumstance is overwhelming, that you just need to hear the voice of the Spirit say again, lift up your head. Lift up your head, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Verse 10 now, Brother Johnson, who is this King of glory? He is the Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. Selah. What does Selah mean? Praise break. Time out. Time to just say, I'm glad I got the king coming my way. I'm glad I got the king on my side. I say tonight we ought to conclude this night by everybody that's here that happy that the king is right there with you and he's coming in and he's going to help you out of the hell. You ought to just lift up your head, lift up your hands and lift up your voice and rejoice that you are going to see the king. Come on somebody, let me hear your voice lifted loud like a trumpet and say thank you Lord that you're on my side. Thank you Lord that you are strong and mighty in battle. Thank you Lord that you are coming through despite the darkness of the day despite the difficulty I won't be depressed I won't be oppressed I won't be downhearted I will lift up my head and I will rejoice because we shall see the king we shall see the king father I thank you for every person that's here I thank you for everyone that understands that your word is quick and powerful sharper than any two-edged sword it pierces even to the body center soul and spirit joints marrow deserve of the thought and intent of the heart and you know what we need and we need you. We want to see the king. I pray that you let it happen. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. Thanks for being a part of Wednesday night at First Church. Don't forget everything that's going on. There's a lot. Pick up a calendar. Get involved in anything and everything that you can. It'll be a blessing and you'll be blessed. You're dismissed in Jesus' name.